Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. I am a big fan of growing a big podcast, but only if that makes sense for your podcast and your business. Listen up. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Build a big podcast. My friend and fellow podcaster about podcasting, David Hooper, would tell you, and I don't disagree. But as I was contemplating this last night, sitting out in my little cactus garden here in Phoenix, Arizona, after reading some interesting books unrelated to podcasting, it had me questioning this whole notion of building big, growing big, really focusing on growth for podcasts. Because if you do focus on growth for your podcast, you'll grow a big podcast, right? That's the idea. Focus on it. Make great content. Focus, build, grow, grow, build, build, grow, grow, build, grow. This is the way the business works, the way the business model works. And for my clients, most of my clients are businesses or professional service providers. They want to grow a big podcast. That seems like the normal way of doing things. But I'm going to question that. I'm going to sit and think about that for a minute. And I'm going to do that with some numbers. I'm going to do that with some numbers because when you get into podcasting, maybe if you've been into podcasting for a long time, we're not sure what the upper limit on podcast growth, your podcast's growth, will be. Well, we, we there, and, and I guess, you know, theoretically, there is no upper limit. There's 7 billion people on the planet approaching 8. How many listen to podcasts, right? To do the numbers off that way. Yeah, well, if you've ever been in business, you know that looking at population numbers isn't really a great way to come up with reality. We take a look at what other businesses are doing. What's the market size? And so we have some numbers in podcasting. You may not know this, but we do. We have some numbers in podcasting that our friends at Libsyn, Liberated Syndication, the podcast hosting company that I use most of the time. Uh, I think all of my clients, well, except for one, are on Libsyn. They put out numbers every month on what the average listenership is, for, and they give ranges of where things are. So I thought we would talk about some of those numbers because let's say that you really focused on growth. Let's say that you treated your podcast like you treat your business, and maybe you're in a high-growth startup world and that's it. Grow, grow, grow. At, at Oftentimes at all costs. But grow, grow, grow. If you were being successful at this and you were to grow your podcast that you've started and you were to get it, let's just say by some crazy number, let's say that you managed to grow so that your podcast was among the top 10. No, let's not be, let's not be crazy. Let's say the top 20%. Of all podcasts that are out there, you wanted to be in the top 20%. That's a that's a, an un, 
likely situation because there's an 80% chance you're not going to get there, but it's also not out of the realm of, of, of impossibility. We're not talking 0.01%. Let's just get to the top 20%. That's a good growth target to hit. And frankly, I've had quite a few of my clients want to hit that target. I want to be in the top 20%. Okay. Well, the top 20% means that your episodes are getting 1,100 downloads after 30 days. Just sit back and think about that number for a minute. 1,100, 1,100 downloads. Now, if you're an active podcaster and you're not in the top 20% already, you're probably looking at that going, man, I would have to, well, in some cases, 10x my listeners to be there. That's a lot of work to do. But man, if I did it, Evo says I can do it. Maybe I should do it. Well, let's say that you did, business owner. Let's say that you maximized that 11, that, that your, your grow, you grew your download number to where you, re- you received, you achieved that 1,100 downloads. And let's say that this was your business podcasting and you wanted to make money off of that and you were going to do what most people do who try to make money in podcasting and that's you're going to run ads. And you were successful about selling ads so much so that you got all of the money you got a, such a great deal that your effective CPM is 25 bucks. It's never going to be that way. But let's let's go pie in the sky. Let's say that you you skip paying, you know, agencies or others so that you take the full $25 CPM. And you are also going to work really hard so that you're producing shows every single week. You're never skipping an episode. And you get 1,100 downloads. You're in the top 20%, 1,100 downloads today. You would get, and I did the math for you, you would have made, uh, I think this number is right, it's a kind of a small number. At the end of the year, you would make, again, this is a year of you doing 1,100 downloads, that's $1,420, $1,400 annual income. Yeah, $1,400. I don't know very many businesses that can consist on, subsist? exist (laughs) on $1,400 a month. But let's take advertising out of the picture, right? Because it's a business. You're not doing this for advertising opportunities. You're doing this because you want more clients. You want to reach more prospects. You want to do all that. Same thing for the growth question here. Let's say that you grew to $1,100. What's your percentage of getting those to convert those listeners to convert into clients? What if you did all of them Can your business handle 1,100 new clients? No. 1,100 is a big number. You know, the last place I had a full-time real job at was an agency. We had about 90 people working for us. So whatever that revenue required to pay 90-some-odd salaries, including mine, at the VP level. We We supported that. That business supported on around 25, maybe 35 total clients. 35 for 11 versus 1,100. So when you really think about growth, do you need to grow? Because growing is hard work. Growing is hard work. And then to what end are you growing? Well, Evo, 1,100 is more opportunity. I don't disagree. I certainly don't disagree. I got no problem with growth. But this thought exercise of this episode is what if you took all the efforts you're doing thinking about growth, obsessing over stats, pushing out marketing campaigns, which may or may not be effective. What if, instead of doing all of that, 
you put it back in into making your show better. Because if you made your show better, and instead of 1,100 people, what if you reached, well, let's go 10x down, 100 people. If your show reached 100 people, your episodes reached 100 people, and were really, really high quality, what would that do for your business? By the way, my business right now can't handle 100 new clients. I cannot. (laughs) Yours probably can't either. Now, of course... You know, I understand that these are podcasts, right? And the idea behind podcasts, like most publishing, is it's not really a direct correlation between the number of listeners you get and the amount of effort that's involved. I mean, that's that's true. I totally get that, right? But at the same time, go back to why you're doing this. And think about the idea of effort you put into it. Effort to grow versus effort to build something of great quality. Not saying one's better than the other. Well, actually, that's not true. I am saying one is better than the other. I think you got to start with a good quality product. It's hard to grow something that is not. But I want you to think about that. The next time you're so so hyper focused on growth, sit back and ask yourself, what would I do if every single person who is listening right now took the action I wanted them to take? Could I handle that? It's not likely to happen. But could you handle it? What is the number you could handle? What do you need? Go back to that. What do you really need to get out of this? What's your upper limit? Maybe some constraints around that might help you reshift your attention instead of being all about growth, making things better. You know, we're trying to make things better at the Advancing Podcasting Party. I'll plug that again. It's free. Please come in, join up. Advancingpodcasting.xyz. We want to make podcasting better, not just easier for all of us that are involved with it. But if you are a business and you want help figuring out how to make your podcast work for your business and you need something a little bit more concrete than these airy-fairy goals we have here of advancing podcasting, then uh, get in touch with me. Evo at podcastlaunch.pro reaches me. We handle podcast production and distribution and publication for clients all over the world. Podcastlaunch.pro for more info. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers! While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com.
If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.